bag containing several metal-cast soldiers for her brother struck him hard in the arm. Why, you? Fenley protested, raising one hand to ward her off. You are not to hit that dog, Angel snapped. The Mastiff looked up at her and gave one pitiful wag of its drooping tail. Is something amiss, my lady? the man called down. Yes, this man insists on beating this poor creature simply because it's afraid. The man stroked his moustache. You must understand, milady, we sail with the tide. That is no excuse for brutality, she returned. A group of soldiers behind her was exchanging coins, and the nearest duck workers had set down their loads to watch the amusement. You are correct. My apologies. The man looked at his kennelman. Fenley, give her the leash. Milady, thank you for your concern. I am certain Brutus will be more content in your care than in mine. He doffed his hat. Good day. Angelique watched, somewhat stunned as Fenley untangled the Mastiff's leash and handed it over to her. Glad to be rid of you, you stupid mutt, he snarled. The animal growled at him. The other dogs bounded up the ramp and into the ship. Angelique looked down at her new charge. Oh my, she muttered. Brutus wagged his tail at her. The soldiers laughed and more coins were exchanged, though she couldn't imagine what they might be wagering on this time. With a grimace, she wrapped the leash around her wrist and tugged. Mama and Papa weren't going to like this. Her brother and sister had been wanting a dog, though, and they would simply have to understand. Brutus fell in beside her and they headed back toward the carriages. Halfway there, the Mastiff spotted the crates of chickens. With a thunderous bark, he was off, dragging Angelique behind him. It was all she could do to stay on her feet. Brutus, stop! The dog bounded atop the nearest crate, smashing it open. A dozen chickens exploded out onto the pier. Brutus after every one of them. Brutus, no! she yelled. The Mastiff changed directions to lunge after another bird. Angel spun around and slammed hard into someone. Startled, she tried to push away, but Brutus bounded behind them, tangling them in his leash and effectively binding them together. Angelique shut her eyes for a moment. I'm so sorry, she mumbled into a broad chest. Her mother was going to be furious. In some African tribes, this would make us married, a dry male voice returned. Angel looked up his arms reflexively gripping her waist. A tall, lean man with windswept black hair looked down at her with amused emerald eyes. In others, it would mean we're being prepared for supper, she returned, abruptly less upset than she had been a moment earlier. The man grinned. Your dog seems quite determined. He's just barely my dog, Angel admitted, tugging at the leash in a vain effort to rein in the barking mastiff. I saw, her fellow captive returned, So, is it matrimony, or shall I attempt to untangle us? Angel grinned back at him, relieved that he wasn't angry. Untangling for the moment, I think. We can discuss the rest once we've been introduced. Green eyes dancing, her rescuer freed the leash from her wrist and then hauled on the braided leather. With a surprised woof, Brutus sat back on his haunches, and taking Angel through two quick turns, elegant enough to be worthy of Olmac's assembly, the stranger had them free. He scratched Brutus's head when the canine stood and wagged its tail at him. I knew there was a reason I should sail back to England today. 
James Faring at your service. Thank you for your assistance, Mr. Faring, Angel replied, smoothing her rumpled blue muslin skirt. From his dress and manner of speech, her rescuer was obviously a member of the upper classes, but she was positive he hadn't attended any of the season's events. She would certainly remember having met James Faring. My pleasure, he replied, inclining his head. After your brave rescue of, uh, he gestured at the mastiff. Brutus, she supplied, grinning. Of Brutus, he repeated, it seemed the least I could do to perform my own. He grinned ruefully, though I was a bit tardy, I'm afraid. No one was killed or eaten, so I believe you are in time. He laughed. If I may ask, what is a young lady of quality doing alone in Dover? I'm not alone, Angel corrected, guiltily glancing about for her father. Not any longer, he grinned at her again. After all, we...